Hi, hi, guys. You may hear a little noise or a lot of noise in my background. I'm at home in the room recording my podcast and my children have a tendency to yell and whatnot so and call my name but um that's what I wanted to talk about today is children that topic (laughs) I have four plus um I have about a lot (laughs) maybe like five six stepchildren one of them lives in my home with me with me and my husband well fiance he'll be my husband in September anyway um let's talk about (laughs) adjustment um I know that there's a lot of children out there who are in homes Foster children, adopted children who have to get used to being around uh, a new environment that they're not used to, that they feel they don't belong in. My bonus son, um, he's been living with us for four or five years now, but when we first got him. He he was a handful, a handful. He acted out. He had an attitude, very disrespectful. Um, you know, I guess to him, you know, as he got older and we all, you know, my children, they're very hands on with their step-siblings because my children are well my boys are the oldest and they're very hands-on and I've always raised my boys you know to love whatever you do do it in love however you go about things go about it in love you know love each other love your sister who's their only sister so she's like extremely pray for us um (laughs) but um they accepted him. Um, I always had to talk with him that, you know, you're part of this family. This is your family. This is, you belong here. Like, don't let anybody tell you any different. I don't care who says it. You know, I don't care if, you know, you go to your mom's house and she tells you, you know, you don't have to listen to Kim and, you know, those aren't your brothers and that's not your sister. Because, in fact, that is what she was doing. She was telling him, you know, he didn't have to listen to me. Um, He only had to listen to his dad. My siblings weren't his siblings. You know, things, inappropriate, uncalled for things. Um, But trust and believe, I set her straight. But, um, you know, as he got older, he started to adjust. He started to see that he, it was love here. And it was love for him here. He started to see that he was welcomed here and he was wanted here. That is the important thing for children who are going into a new family, foster children, adopted children. um, They need to feel wanted, even your own children. I know a mother right now who treats her child like a, a woman off the street. 
is plenty of people like that in the world who do things like that, who treat their kids like people off the street, like they don't matter, like they don't have feelings, like they're not allowed to express their feelings. I myself am very hands on with my children. We have a very open relationship, very open. They can come to me, talk to me about anything. There is no judgment. There is no anger. Um, when I first found out that my oldest son was uh, being grown, <laughs> I'm very sure a lot of y'all know what that means. But when I first found out about it, you know, I was like, oh, you know, you have to keep that. Okay, I did say we have an open relationship here, you know. The avenue is paved. It's very smooth. Okay. You know, son just, you know, went through the birds and the bees, you know, how to protect himself, how to, you know, take his precautions. I, you can't stop anybody from doing what they're going to do, but you can help them be smart about doing what they're doing. Um, my oldest son, he'll be 18 in November. So, you know, although I would like for all of my children to be virgins for the rest of their lives, I know that's not going to happen. <laughs> so, teaching about the birds and the bees, protecting their cells, taking precautions, you know, being smart about how they go about life growing up. But back to my bonus baby. Um, you know, it's just all about making them feel wanted and secured and safe. Hi. Hi. <laughs> making them feel wanted and secured and safe and loved and welcomed. So many children feel unwanted. They feel like they're a burden to whom they're with. But if we're not breaking down that stigmatism of, you know, Although I didn't come from you, you know, I don't want you. We have to break that down because although my my son didn't come from me, he is wanted here. And I, I treat him like he came right out of my body, like I expelled him from myself, like he has every bit of DNA in me. The same way that. I take care of my own children. I take care of him. Uh, trips, family time, all that. He lives here, of course. So, of course, he's involved. But there are some people who will sit and let their children fall by the wayside. I'm very hands-on with him in school. Outside of school, you know, um, everything he needs possibly done that a mother should be doing, I do. So basically, I guess the message in this podcast is, you know, make children feel wanted. I actually do that with so many kids out here. Um, I'm an advocate for young black men growing up because I have four myself of my own. So, you know, I am an advocate for making sure they're okay, very hands-on with um, my children's friends as well, you know, letting them know that they're cared for here and, you know, they're wanted and welcomed here and that there is always love here. I have enough love for all children in the world. Um, I'm very motherly, <laughs> very, very motherly. 
But we have to make our children feel wanted. We have to make our children know that they are loved and that they are important and that they are their own person and that they matter and their feelings matter. Some parents are so quick to shut down their child because, oh, what you're talking about doesn't make sense to them. But let them get it off their chest. Allow them to vent to you. Allow them to express themselves. Allow them to be angry. Allow them to be sad. Allow them to be happy. Allow them to be confused. Allow them to come talk to you about things that they need to know. Things that they may already know, but they want your opinion. My oldest son asked me one day. He was like, you know, after days and days of going through some things with one of his uh, friends. He was like, Ma, do you think that I should continue being friends with them? And I gave the basic answer. In the friendship, if the good outweighs the bad, it's worth keeping them as a friend. Maybe there's something you can work on. But if the bad outweighs the good, then there's no need. There's no need to have bad blood when you let them go. But just, you know, let them know, you know, everything's not meant to last forever. And I feel as I've outgrown our friendship. And he decided to uh, let the young man go. But allow them to make their own choices. Step in only when you know it is necessary and needed. Don't just pop your head in because, you know, your mom or your dad and, you know, you want them to do right and you want them to do right the first time. Kids will never learn if they don't, you know, make their own mistakes. But... They have to feel loved and wanted. They have to feel cherished, welcomed, important, valued by you, the parent, the parents. You know, as a once upon a time single mom, (laughs) I noticed that I've had other single mom friends And some of them took their anger out on their child, you know, because the father wasn't around. Some of them were, you know, like me, very hands-on, very in tune with their children. And I would always put my friends to the side who were angry with their child because the father's not around. It's not their fault. You can't blame them. Your child's going to grow up. Your child's going to leave you. A child will always love their parent. Always, always love their parent. But they will leave them because some children grow up and be like, what I had with my mother or my father or both my parents was unhealthy. And I don't need to be around that. Like myself, you know, I chose not to be like my mother, not to raise my children like my mother. My mother raised us from the bedroom. Every time I would come home, my mother was in the room. My mother felt like buying me things was a way of showing me love. I never felt valued and wanted. I felt spoiled I felt a lot of people were like well you were taking care of why are you complaining I just make them feel <laughs> make them feel wanted <laughs> make them feel wanted and supported and loved and cared for valued and needed and with that being said <laughs> because all of my children are home now. I'm going to end my podcast and
You all will be hearing from me on another day, on another topic. Maybe the same topic, but (laughs) you'll all be hearing from me soon. So thank you for joining me on another Random Talks with Lola LaRue.